la pizza è sacra. Per cui non nominate il nome di Dio in vano. No, it's not right to do pizza like that. I never give this kind of pizza to anyone, even my dog. What do you think about pineapples on pizza? It's not allowed in Italy, it's illegal. It's horrible. <laughs> it's not, it's not pizza. Pineapple pizza, yes, we all know it, is the greatest nightmare of every Italian grandma. But what if I told you that the pineapple pizza won the award of the best Italian dish of the year in 2019? Do you hold a grudge towards pineapple pizza? Or do you love this juicy sweetness of the pineapple? But have you even tried it? Or is it something that you avoid based on your traditional preconceptions? But then, is tradition a source of inspiration? Or is it something that is constraining innovation? This is Luigi. And I'm Lena. And we are here to take you on a journey to break down the walls of gastronomic prejudice. And open your mind to the endless opportunities of flavor. So set your prejudice aside, activate your taste buds and enjoy. Buon, Buon appetito. appetito! Well, hello everyone, this is Lena and I have Luigi here next to me. Um, he's a great cook and a good friend of mine and today we're going to talk about pineapple pizza and um, Luigi you're a great cook but where did your passion for food come from? Hi Lena first of all uh, thanks for inviting and uh, really happy to be here uh, well my passion for food started with my parents I think because my both of my parents can really cook uh, well and they're always in the kitchen, so I would always see them uh, when I was a kid uh, cooking. And when I started cooking, I, I really discovered almost a new world, a uh, world made of uh, ingredients, techniques, and tradition, which is so fascinating, and there's so much to learn and to try. You're free of putting any ingredient uh, and treating it in a very different way, and just make it work, and make something that, at the end, you like. So I think there's so much freedom and uh, so much to discover as well in this world. Well, I know that Italians have quite some cooking traditions. So do you have an example of a tradition within the Italian cuisine? Well, yes, Italian cuisine is really traditional. I think uh, Italian cuisine in particular is full of, uh, of traditions, of regional traditions, because we have so many regions uh, with such a different geography. We have the mountains and the sea and the hills, so there's a, a lot of good ingredients and from good ingredients come uh, good dishes, of course. Uh, so tradition is a very big thing in Italy and um, of course I'm very grateful for it and uh, I think that studying tradition and getting to know it is the first step uh, if you want to start cooking. Because if you don't know tradition, it's like you want to write a book, but you, you don't know history. So it's still doable, but would it be that rich? Probably not. Problem is that sometimes we almost uh, worship tradition. And uh, we worship the, the recipes, the, the ingredients that go in it. And sometimes we uh, restrict ourselves. And one example of this is uh, for sure the, the carbonara, which is a, a Roman recipe, so I'm very attached to it. And everyone in Italy knows that you should not put cream in carbonara. And this is almost like a, a statement, no cream in carbonara. Uh, but then what if one day I decided to 
that I wanted to have a, a different carbonara with a different flavor. I wanted to make it balanced in a different way. Why am I not allowed even to put cream in carbonara? Because people would hate me. Why am I not free to make whatever I want and make it work? Instead of just saying no cream in carbonara, just because you don't have to put cream. So you just mentioned this taboo about cream uh, in the pasta carbonara, but I know and all the listeners have heard it as well in the intro that there's an even bigger taboo. It is pineapple and pizza. What do you think about it? <laughs> well, pineapple pizza is uh, for sure the biggest taboo in Italy and also I think it's pretty known worldwide uh, that it's considered almost the symbol of American pizza and how, you know, Americans ruin the Italian pizza. So if you ask anyone uh, in Italy, they will tell you that, no, I would never have pineapple on pizza. But then if you ask why, they will just say probably, ah, just because it's for Americans, you know? It's, uh, I feel like they're a bit close mentally to the opportunity and to the possibility even. But then what happened that just two years ago, Franco Pepe, the best pizzaiolo in Italy, decided to make Hawaii pizza. He made a pizza with pineapples. And you know what? He won the award of best Italian dish of 2019. And by doing this, he really showed that if you keep a free mind and if you respect the ingredients and combine them with technique, then you really have endless possibilities. That's a super interesting story. And I have to say that you almost convinced me, but really? Pineapple on pizza? I don't know. So let's try it out and move to the kitchen. So hey Luigi, uh, we're in the kitchen now. And of course we're not going to make this classical American Hawaiian pizza. But then what are we going to make exactly? So we are making pizza fritta, which means fried pizza. It's a typical street food from Naples. And uh, what is it? It's pizza dough, which is deep fried in oil. And uh, this gives the pizza really uh, a crunchiness that uh, a normal baked pizza doesn't have. And at the same time, the inside uh, is keeping the, the dough aspect. So the, the softness and uh, all the flavor of the dough while having a crunchy crust. And uh, so what Franco did is uh, make a fried pizza, cut it in half, and at that point you have uh, a cone, let's say, of pizza, which you can fill with whatever you want. And he decided to fill this with uh, pineapple. So how did he treat the ingredients? So first of all, he cut the pineapple in dices, and the pineapple will be there to give the juiciness, the freshness, and uh, a bit of the sourness to the dish. And then he wrapped the pineapple cubes with uh, some slices of prosciutto San Daniele, which is one of the highest quality prosciutto ham we have in Italy. And then to put everything together so that it becomes really a complete dish, then he decided to add a different texture as well. So a fondue, a cream of Grana Padano. And it's really great because it's very smooth, it's creamy, so uh, it's already a contrast with the, with the crunchiness of the fried pizza. And it really brings everything together because it melts uh, inside the hot pizza and uh, then it almost hugs the pineapple uh, with, the, with the prosciutto. 
it's an experience. There's a lot of things going on, I think. Okay, well, let's eat. Nice. Let's eat. Mm. Oh, it's very good. It's good, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's really tasty. Mm-hmm. Ah, also the prosciutto. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is really. I really like the fried pizza. So you're also skeptical about fried pizza. Mm-hmm. So today is, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's really like a discovery day. And so you know, sometimes you go to restaurants, and the biggest compliment you can make to a dish that you eat is. Oh wow, it tastes like my grandma's dish. Which of course is nice because uh, of the evocative aspect of food, which is also very important. But then I think we should aim to cook better than our grandmas. And how do we do it? Well, instead of focusing on the old recipes, instead of being restricted by the fixed rules of tradition, we should focus on the ingredients, on the techniques, and therefore on flavor, because really flavor should always be in the center because tradition and here i'm using a, a quote from the composer gustav mahler tradition is not the worship of ashes but the preservation of fire so follow us on our journey in the preservation of fire and the exploration of ingredients techniques and flavors free your mind activate your taste buds and enjoy <laughs> <laughs>